Hey, welcome to the Everything's Not Fine pod. I'm Nicole. And I'm Kelly. And we're coming to you, excited to talk about this last little bit of time. Uh, (laughs) I'm super excited. We're going to download a little bit about Jim and Kelly's last pod episode. The whole time, it had me just grinning from ear to ear. And I kind of was so happy to feel like a little fly on the wall and get the little scoop of all of that. So I can't wait to talk about that too. Um, But I was on vacation, as Kel had mentioned. So um, I just wanted to, I don't know, tell you about that a little bit too. I want to hear about it. I also want to say that I, we've stopped putting um, video recordings of our pod on YouTube because number one, three people viewed them. And number two, I'm not ready to put makeup on on a Monday morning. So. (laughs) Same. Same. (laughs) So um, we still zoom and see each other's face when we do this, but we don't share it with you. So I feel like I can record from bed today. It's fantastic. I love it. <laughs> I'm going to probably take a note out of that book and uh, try that later. <laughs> if I'm honest, it's because the chair that I usually sit in to record, it has three loads of laundry on it right now. <laughs> Perfect. Yep. Yep. I feel that. I definitely oh. feel that. God, life is crazy. Yeah. Well, and school starts soon for us. It starts this week. Do you guys, or is it like after Labor Day? Uh, after Labor Day, the 7th. So the Tuesday gotcha. after Labor Day. Yeah. Ours but does I- this weird like Thursday, Friday before, gives yeah. them a little like dip their toe and then after. Yeah. When the kids were younger, that's how it was. And I kind of liked that, but I also like this way, whatever, whatever works. Yeah. I don't care. Just get them out of here. Oh my God. I'm just so ready. Like, I love you so much, but I need routine. I need everyone to get out of the house. Oh, you go- Okay. It's been like a year and a half since I've been alone in this house. I mm. swear to God, maybe I've had one time or two, but like, I am just can't even wait. You guys, I have no, <laughs> you have no idea. Like it will still, still be like not for two weeks because of how it goes in my work schedule at the salon, but I am just like almost like foaming at the mouth. I can't wait. <laughs> I wish everyone could see Rachel and oh my god, <laughs> yes, and they're, and my family's so like yeah yeah like they're sort of offended, and I'm like trying to be like chill about it. Like no, it's totally fine. It's a big deal. But inside, it is like fireworks. Like I just. <laughs> I'm like, oh, 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 yay, let's do it. Oh out. <laughs> Whenever Jim and Jordan left for a while yesterday, I did not get out of bed yesterday. I did not. I was like, I mean, I did. I got up, I took a shower or I took a bath and did some things. But I, I was like, nobody need anything from me today. I'm staying in bed the entire day. I'm watching some dumb teenager show on Netflix and it was fantastic. But Jim and Jordan left for a while. And I was like, oh, I'm home alone. I really should, you know, make the most out of it. But I was like, huh, fuck it. I'm not getting out of this bed. <laughs> oh, fantastic. That's the worst part, though, is that for a while, that's how I am, too. Is And it's like, good, you need it. But like the, my other like productive part is like, you could be doing so many things, get up. Yes. But, I'm like, but I can't, I just want to be here quiet, thinking my thoughts I or know. not. <laughs> I am to the point 
and I think I always get this way in the summer, but I'm to the point where like, you know, I'm a control freak, um, organizer, like my pantry and all of my places are like totally organized usually, but for some reason in the summer, this does not happen. So like every closet in my house is bursting at the seams and like, I, I should take you on a video tour of the things that are just I open the door and I'm like, oh God. And I just shut it and walk away. Yep. So that's, I had to fight myself yesterday because I wanted to organize my closet. And I was like, no, but when school starts, that's my, that's my to-do list is like organize all the nooks and crannies. It makes yes. me happy though. I know. I love it. I feel that too. I'm probably not as organized as you are in general, but like, I definitely like things to have a place and like yeah. to be tidy ish. Except I feel like Monica Geller from Friends because I have like my closet is a disaster. And like, it's almost always yeah, like the, it's like the messy place where I'm uh-huh. like, yeah, Samford and Sons, like just, <laughs> like, just shut it, just close it, <laughs> which is a very oldie reference, but you know, <laughs> I will admit that whenever we come to your house, I always love it when I get to sneak a peek in your closet and see what level of disarray. Yes. Yeah. It's so fantastic. But it's like, okay, there's this part of it is that I live with Aaron. And yeah. so like, you know, he's a grown ass person. I can't like treat him like the kids. And so there's only so much I can do. Like I can yeah. suggest and be like, Hey, can you, <laughs> but at a certain point I'm just like, Oh God, I can't yeah. even like, okay, yeah. fine. So if I can at least like keep it to that, then I, you know, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> While we're talking about this, which is not on the talk about list today, but can I tell you my husband, the thing that he does that irritates me probably the most in this world is in like when he wears a pair of pants like dress pants or whatever that he doesn't wash every time when he goes to put them back in the closet, he hangs them on a hanger by one belt loop, like around the little hook thing that hangs Uh on the thing. So then we just have these random pants just like, Oh, it makes me so angry. (laughs) Um, so I don't know. It's been a year or two ago. I, he, Oh, it was in a bad way. And I put a post it in our closet that said, if I ever divorce you, this will be why. (laughs) (laughs) And then he put, he takes that same post it, puts it on the bathroom mirror or in the bathroom because I like leave my hairdryer or whatever. And the cords in front of the drawers. So he can't open the drawers without my cords being in the way. So he put the post-it right there to Perfect. tell me. <laughs> so at least there's that. Anyway. <laughs> wow. Wild okay. Pants. That is so amazing though. I love it. <laughs> oh, I hate those pants. So funny as all I'm thinking is like, I think it's kind of impressive that he hangs it at all. Oh. <laughs> different strokes for different folks, I guess. <laughs> So funny. Okay. So we got to get away from at the lake. Uh, We had rented a cabin um, on a lake and it was like 45 minutes away from us. So it was nice and close. Um, We had kind of decided in like April, we just needed, I'm sure I've mentioned this. We needed a few little things to look forward to like spread out. They didn't have to be massive things. 
um, but just something. And so this was sort of our end of summer, like something. And of course, it's it's going to be in August. So we're assuming it's going to be like super warm. Of course, it's the Pacific Northwest. So it was like 70 <laughs> degrees, which is not exactly like, yay, but um it still worked out. Like the kids amazingly swam. And like by kids, I mean my 20 year old and his girlfriend, who's also 20. And then like my teenagers. So I mean, it was great. It, you know, they just had so we had so much fun. And, and so it was just like four days, three nights, like just enough to kind of get away, have a bunch of snacks. We played games a ton together. Um, we had some people out one day that was super fun. Um, and of course it was like chilly. So I was like, <laughs> sorry, everybody. <laughs> But, you know, it was like 89 last week, but here exactly, we are. <laughs> exactly. It's been a hundred degrees all summer, but now here we are wearing sweatshirts. It's fine. So, but you know, that's, I just kept saying shit you can't control. Yeah. <laughs> shit, like every turn was like another like, shit you can't control. I don't know. <laughs> Isn't it amazing how trips always have some kind of theme like. Oh God. That, oh Yeah. yeah hysterically so okay so we had a super fun with our friends and it was just like really heart filling and even driving out like I got overwhelmed with just emotion feeling like it's exactly what I need like I just need time with the kids and to feel like all filled up yeah which was just cool to like I just felt like my whole everything kind of like center in on that and so it just like okay good we're gonna be in a good space of like being fully present whatever which I need to do like intentionally because I can yeah. be so like, what's next? What's next? What's next? Yes. And, like sometimes I'll go and I'll be like, I fucking missed the whole thing because I just yeah. was like all about what's next. So, so one night probably it was on actually, no, it was like the first day before anybody else had come out. We're playing games and we're hanging out and Aaron talks, we just had our anniversary. And so Aaron decides to tell a story to like the three other kids that are there um, about how like the night of our anniversary went to dinner, we came home and Noah was home, but he's playing video games. And so we called out to him like, hey man, we're home and didn't get any response. So we, of course, like had gotten dessert takeout to eat at home. So we were like, sweet. So we like ran to our bedroom. We're like, he doesn't even know we're here. And of course we have like sexy time. And then we're like in bed and we're like, Ooh, let's have that dessert now. So we're eating it. And I was like, I'm just going to make sure he's okay. Cause I seriously haven't heard anything. So we text him and he's like, I'm like, dude, we're home. Are you okay? And he's like, yeah, but you are so not home. You're just messing with me. And I'm like, dude, we're home. So he's like tromping down the stairs and he goes to open the door. And thankfully he kind of gives a like one knock, but we're like in bed naked eating dessert. And so we're like, you don't want to open that door right now. And he stops. And he's like, oh, is it anniversary time? <laughs> we're like, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. And then he like leaves. So Aaron tells the story. So then Taya, the girlfriend who we love, and it's been like three years, right? So she's like one of ours, one of us. She says, yeah. So we were talking 
a while back, some friends of ours and Jehu and um, probably like a couple year, a year or two ago and how like all of the friends of course have their different stories of walking in on their parents or overhearing them or whatever, yeah. having sexy time. And Jehu was like, I've never heard any, I've never had that. And she was like, what? And she goes, but the most amazing thing was literally one week later, he was like, oh, so it happened. <laughs> and then they all jump in and start telling us all their experiences of times they've heard us. And you I, yes. And I'm like dying a thousand deaths. I just like, and we're laughing, but I'm like getting more and more mortified. Like, I'm just like looking down and they're like, and then this other time we (laughs) heard you guys talking and then we heard you scurry to your room and close the door. And we all looked at each other and we started hearing things and we just all like, turn up your volume, everybody. (laughs) And then different ones are going like, yeah, guys. It's not soundproof. We can hear things. <laughs> I was like, okay, if I never look at you again the rest of this trip, you'll know why. Like, I'm not having any eye contact. And we're just howling. And Aaron internally said, he was like, shut up, guys. If you keep going, she's never going to want to do it again. <laughs> so then the topper of the cake is that Jehu then says, yeah, it used to be really embarrassing. And like, I'm like, I don't know what to say. Like, at least your parents love each other. Like, <laughs> just like, and of course, you know, they're like, yeah, yeah, totally or whatever. And then Jehu says, well, I used to be really embarrassed, but like now that I've moved out, I just feel like, get it, mom. And he goes to high five me. <laughs> So I'm like, I don't know what to do. Um, so I like high five him, and then he's like, "Get it, Dad!" And he like high fives him, and I'm like, "I'm not adult enough for this." <laughs> and oh, I love it. Dying That's a thousand deaths. It's it's hilarious and it's amazing and it's also like I don't I don't know I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> Isn't it so weird? Like every once in a while, I'm like, oh my God, our kids are of this age. Like we can have these conversations or it's just so, I mean, it is so embarrassing sometimes, but we have, we have taken the stance of we're just going to embarrass our children. Like yes, every once in a while we'll say something or I have started recently too of like, whatever. Um, just like we have spent your whole lives protecting you from the mortifying facts that your parents love each other and have sex for some crazy reason. And now we're going to just let you know. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. I probably need to adopt it a little bit, but it made me feel so like, I don't know what to do with this. I know. I know. Oh my God. It is true though. At least we love each other enough to well, that was it. It's all he kept saying is like, I mean, you know, we've been married for 21 years. I guess you should be glad. Like, yes, we're still into each other, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but it was so funny. It felt like those conversations that I know we're going to have a thousand times of like, as the kids get older and older, like they start having confession time yes. of like, 
oh, you remember that one situation? Yeah, that was really me. Or, you know, this happened and we didn't tell you, but blah, blah, blah. But to have it all be about our sex life. Yeah. And we are not, it made it feel like we are just like freaks or something. (laughs) And like, we are thoughtful about noise. And so it was just like, oh, you thought you were. God, I guess. But I will say, Noah had a story about 1.30 a.m. He's like, whoa, I was playing video games and I came down for a snack at 1.30 a.m. And I just looked at it and I was like, that's tough shit. Like, that's yeah, on that's you, bro. You, <laughs> you should have been in bed. That is not my fault. <laughs> How do you think I felt having to stay up that late to wait? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I will say they all their stories were about in the new house. So at least there's that. Like it wasn't like, yeah, when I was five. And then when yeah. I was, you know, it was like as they were older and more aware of like. Well, and you're you are in an unfortunate circumstance that your bedroom is downstairs right next to the living room. So, of course, they're going to. Right. Yes. And usually and- like they're in their rooms or whatever, but it was. Yeah. It was funny. Anyway, it was slightly mortifying and it took me a little while to have eye contact again. But yes. at the same time, I mean, you know, it is what it is, but. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Oh, yeah. I love it. It love was it. pretty hysterical. Congratulations on still being in love and having sex. Thanks. You know, <laughs> it feels good. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm super glad you hear too many stories where it's not happening. So. Right. I suppose that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Where the heck do we go? I know. Here? I'm so sorry. It's a little Jesus. bit of a, it's a little bit of a, like, take a breath. I do have to laugh because I was telling a couple of the, the, my girlfriends that story while we mm-hmm. were out at the lake and they were all like, holy shit, you guys talk about that stuff? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I guess she, we do now. I don't know. And she was just like, oh, my, there's no way. Like, they would die. They would die before that conversation would ever happen. Which I'm so, I mean, you know, I get it. Like, I don't think I would ever have that conversation with my folks. No. But I do love that. And and that's not like a looking down on people who don't. But I love for us that we have that type of relationship with our kids like I don't know I just I love that nothing is off the table and um I mean you know Ellie is just all out there about everything and there have been times that I'm like oh god I don't want to know please don't tell me this right oh no if you want to know everything you're gonna know everything (laughs) (laughs) can we change that now right oh god I know it's so true Yes, but there is a good, it's a good thing. In the big picture, I'm like, I'd rather know and be able to help. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's, we are most certainly an all out there family and I would not change it. Funny. Okay. So your talk with Jim was so adorable. Like I said, ear to ear grinning. And I know that other people have had that same response. Yes. So I, I love it. And I had forgotten. Like, you know, life just keeps moving on. But yes. as you guys started talking about, like, how you, you know, met and, like, how that developed, I, like, brought me right back. Like, I had totally yeah. forgotten about the whole, like, retreat thing where yes. she's like, I'm gonna. And then you're like, oh, God, tell him no. And I remember 
the two of us talking and you being like, tell him I'm not ready. Like, tell him this is not like, no, not right now. (laughs) Yes. So crazy. Yeah. All we kept way after we were done recording, we kept talking about, I was like, you seriously don't know when you had the epiphany of like, he's like, I don't know. Always, never. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I think it is like that for most people, right? Like it comes slowly and it's like, it, it, I loved what you said too about that because of how weird culty stuff was. And even in your origin, you know, earlier days, it was like, there was so much in there that like, I didn't even know what real feelings, like I really do have feelings, like what that genuinely felt like. Yes. Which I thought that actually gave me goosebumps when you said it, because that was so, there's so much in that sentiment. Oh man. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much, there's just so much, um, when, especially after recording and just getting feedback and we're so lucky, like our friends in our lives are always saying like people who haven't experienced those days, like we have though, you know, the days of spiritual abuse or whatever, you know, the culty stuff. Um, we'll say things like, gosh, I'm, you know, we hear a lot and it makes me feel sad, but also really fortunate of like, I'm so jealous of your marriage or your relationship or whatever. And, and, um, I feel like there's so much of that time that gave us what we have. Like there's, there's so much crap and all of that, but we wouldn't have what we have without those hard things and learning how to be who we are through those hard things. But, um, what the hell was my point, Nicole? (laughs) 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 Anyway. But you, you were saying about how people have said like, we're so jealous of your relationship or whatever. And I love that, that, like you said, that, that it was hard earned. Some of that, you know, it was not just dropped in your lap. And some of that is the result of. Yes. There was this line in a movie or a book. It's, I think it's like some young adult, the fault in our stars or something. Yes. I think. And there's this quote and I've always said, I'm going to get a little sign made to put in our bedroom that says this, but it's, um, we, we fell in love. Like, like one falls asleep very slowly and then all at once. And that to me is kind of the epitome of our relationship. Not that anybody wants to hear more about our mushy gushy relationship, but to me, that is how it happened with Jim for me. I, it was so slow, you know, years of friendship and just being each other's person to say hard shit or whatever. And then all of a sudden for me, it was like, Oh, it was, it was literally 24 hours of, oh, wow. Oh, I'm going to marry you. You know, it was, it was, there was no in between. (laughs) Yeah. And yet at the same time, it was so slow because you were such good friends. Yes. For years. Yeah. Yeah. So really cool. I'm, 
I'm very, there's very few things in this world that I can say I'm incredibly proud of, but I am proud of our love story. Like that is something that I, it's a good one. So it's a good one. Thank you everyone for indulging us and listening to us ramble about it because it's pretty cool. I love it. (laughs) I did have to laugh when you were talking about um, that you courted somebody else, right? Like, yes. um, you said the word fella every time <laughs> this other fella and then this other fella. And I like was laughing so hard. Cause I was like, wow, that's a real old timey phrase, like word, which yes. it was good, but it was just super funny. Like I was like, Oh, that's, that's cute. Like <laughs> when I was editing it back, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I say fella sometimes though. I truly do. It's one of my fabulous old lady quirks. It was great. It just actually like caught me by surprise a couple of times and like actually snort laughed. Like (laughs) just at the phrase itself. Like, yeah, but it was also, you know who that person was. Isn't it a perfect description for like, oh, totally. (laughs) What I have to say is that it's such a perfect description, but also I think it has a little bit of respect to it too right like no disrespect just not my jam right like not the right thing guy right so it was just cute like it was it was very sweet um and it was you know it's it's a very sanitized word in some ways too which was good because that's what that whole time was anyway (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) very puritanical it's yeah oh yeah Puritanical is the word. Yes. (laughs) Jim has come to me a couple of times and been like, hey, I think we should record an episode about this or about this. So so it's the um, podcasting bug has taken hold of old Jimbo. So we'll have extra little fun things here and there with him. It's so perfect. Maybe maybe Aaron wants to catch the podcast bug too. You guys. We'll see. He's very like nobody cares to listen to uh-huh. anything I have to say or whatever. Oh. Like, which is just not true. And part of that's just him being a nine. But um, but also he's super funny about the pod thing. Like, I'm like, do you listen? Have you ever listened? Uh-huh. You know. And he's like, I do. He really does try to like. So he'll pull little things out because I'm like, prove it. Uh-huh. <laughs> he'll be like, well. You said da 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 da. So I'm like, well, thanks for at least being supportive. <laughs> um, but I do love the other thing I was thinking is I love that you guys were in the car talking about it. It was so like it felt super genuine and just yeah. like real. Yeah, the car is our place. It's so I and this is what I wonder. I didn't think about this until just now, but for he and I, dates always almost always revolve around a car ride. Um, We just love, that's our place. Like we just have the best conversations in the car. And I wonder if it's because in the beginning, um, the first couple of months of our relationship, we lived in the same town ish or, you know, not too far away from each other, but then he moved back to Western Washington and I was in Eastern. And so he would drive over to Spokane on a Friday pick me up and take me back to Seattle for the weekend. 
wow. to spend time with his family because I was getting to know them and all that, you know, and then take me back on Sunday or Monday and drop me off and come back home. Crazy. That guy, what a sweetheart. But we had all this window time. Like we yeah. fell in love with park. We mm-hmm. talked about everything and planned our future. And I found out I was pregnant and we like I lit- we were leaving town to come over here for the weekend and I found out I was pregnant. We got in the car and we drove and spent the whole time like in shock. Right. That's always been our place. And yeah. so it, it felt really natural. I knew he wasn't going to be super comfortable, like sitting in front of microphones and all that. So we just were in our happy place. Not, I mean, we didn't even plan it totally, but it was perfect. And I love it. It's so sweet. He's such a good one. Oh, he is. <clears throat> it's sad for everyone who doesn't have him. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of true. <laughs> Just <clears throat> It's so funny and amazing and awesome to have had the longevity of relationship that we've all had yeah. with each yeah. other because it just, it was so sweet to listen. And, you know, as you guys are talking about different times, like I'm re- brought right back to those times. Right. Yeah. And remembering our own portions within that, of course, but also just, um, parts that I know as we've talked at different times where Ellie has said, like, uh, up until a while ago, you know, she's like, well, my dad isn't like super emotional, like in front of me. And I remember being flabbergasted, like what? But because I was privy to those parts And so, and, and, and have been along the way. Um, And so it's just so, it just was sort of just some of those little glimpses are such like moments of reminder of like how, what a privilege it is to be like in true friendship with people and get to see them and to be fully seen. Like, it's just so, and to be along for the ride, even if there's like ins and outs, as far as yes. like we're closer and we're part of things on a day to day. And then other times that we're not as much, but to like, even though growth and change and all of those things happen and should, and I'm glad that they do for yeah. all of our sakes, mine, my, yeah. <laughs> mine, especially that, uh, you know, I, um, I love that there are still those things of like, Oh, Jimmy. I know you, you can't fool me, you know, and, and same vice versa. Like he has said different at different times, like, Oh God, Nicole, I just love whatever, like this part about you and stuff that's so sweet. And you feel like it's such a moment that strikes my heart of like, you really do know me. And I am so grateful that even though, you know, all of these parts and even parts that I'm sure annoy the shit out of them. And, you know, like part of the thing with being close with people is you're going to see the ugly stuff. too. Oh, yes. Right. You're going to see the like, not so wonderful and you're going to have disagreements and you're going to all of those things, but like to still be loved in spite of those things and, and seen and understood and even be given the chance to be understood you know, even, even if you disagree, but to be like, but I get it, I get where you're coming from or whatever, like, is just such a, a beautiful thing. And so I don't know, like when you guys were sharing and even like you had shared a a little bit about a time where things were really hard between you Mm -hmm. and 
kind of how you came out of that. And then, you know, I know then just shortly after that, you were able to share some of those things with me because it was like Aaron and I were in that we had littles and it was just felt really tough and hard. And you were able to give just some super um, sweet, but like practical advice of like, you know, some things and, and it, it was a huge game changer for us. And, and what a cool, um, a cool thing to have, like people that again, just see you and know you and that can speak into that. Yeah. And that it's not threatening, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's just beautiful. It is. I think it's, um, you know, as much as we talk about even tongue in cheek or whatever cult times, um, as much as that was such a hard time and there, you know, a, a good portion of my therapy is deconstructing some of that, um, and, and finding healing for it. There is the, the, and I, I, the same way that I said, I feel bad for every people that don't have Jim as their husband. Like I feel bad for people who don't have the types of relationships that we forged during that time Mm -hmm. because it's not normal. And I don't know, yes, college roommates and things like that. There's, there's a bond and a level there that I think, you know, and, and I'm sure people have other ways that they develop those relationships. I don't know because I've never experienced anything other than what I've experienced, but it's, it's very, what we have as friendships is so incredibly rare And I do feel bad that there's not more of that in this world, that Mm -hmm. sense of community and that sense of um, just your ride or die, you know, um, I'm fortunate to have it with a handful of people and on varying levels with, you know, with people, but there are very few people that I've actually lived with and seen each other (laughs) at our real, real worst, (laughs) most vulnerable Um, but it, it is just, it's an unbelievable gift. And I know people can't even imagine it or relate to it. Like Mm -hmm. when we talk about things. And so as much as the cult was just all kinds of fucked up and horrible and no one should ever experience that, I would do it again, exactly the same way, because I, I couldn't imagine my life without what the relationships that came out of it. Yeah. even if there's nothing else, the relationships are worth going back through all of that over and over again. Yeah. So I agree. I'm glad I'm, we don't have to. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I just, like, I remember years ago, Jen Hatmaker started talking about like her people and she talked about her table and just her group of friends and the people she had and all that. And my friend and I, um, it almost made her unrelatable, like in a way of like, well, that's wonderful that you have that good for you, that you have your people that you can go on, you know, your four times a year girl trips with or whatever, like right. you are so out of touch with reality. And it really did make her, even though I had the same thing. I mean, I didn't necessarily have that connection with you or with people at the time, like I do now, because I had spent years like 
in a very self-focused place, um, you know, like a grit through it. Yep. Just get <laughs> like, through it. Yeah. Like Jim and I were talking about last week, but um, I'm sorry that that's not relatable to people. Like I, I don't want to make other people feel that way when I talk about it, but I can't ignore that. I have these relationships and I sure as hell can't ignore how I got there. So I'm sorry yeah. I share it with you, but yeah, it, you know, it, it didn't come easily. So <laughs> I no, guess and it didn't come fast. Like no. it's from years of investment. Um, That's 25 years. Jesus. Let's not talk. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but I will say as much as I don't know a lot of how else you get there. I do have some other friendships that I do have depth and care in that weren't a part of that. Right. And, and yeah, as we, as you, you do as well. And so I do believe it's possible. Yes. I think part of what it takes is being willing to dip your toe in the pool Mm -hmm. of vulnerability with them and see how that goes. Yeah. Right. Because it is, it is slow and it's not about like vomiting everything immediately. Cause it's probably too much. Somebody would, yes. but yes. like trying it out, seeing how they handle it. Can they be trusted with that? Is that something they hold gently and, and, and care or do they use it against you? You know, and if they do, or they don't care about it, like, and it's laissez faire, then maybe that's not your person, but like, yeah. but yeah. I do believe that it is possible. Um, mm-hmm. To find those, you know, in, in the different, in your own ways. Yeah. Um, I have to believe that at least, yeah. <laughs> you know. It's true. It's true. And I think it doesn't, like our relationship, the way that I have them with, with my cult people is that it almost came easy because we were thrust into a place of having to, you just let all your shit be out there. Yeah. You didn't voice other people put your shit out there so whatever but so it was an immediate um but that doesn't mean that over the years we haven't had times of having some real tough times to work through in inner relational my my dear first friend as a an adult and the one that is my person 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 my sister we went years of not having a good relationship and having to come to terms with who we were as people and how that affected our new relationship because we weren't the same people anymore. Um, and same, the, the friends that I've made, you know, these last 10 or so years of my life that are my good friends. Now we've had to work through, you know, one, we had a really rough few months of like, we've grown apart. This isn't going to work. And then being like, Oh wait, no, that's not, <laughs> you right. know, but part of deep relationships is, maneuvering hard things Mm -hmm. together or either doing it together. It's you two or whatever against whatever the outer circumstances, or maybe you're having to work through a misunderstanding, but that's how you get depth. I don't, I don't think you get to a deep place without some kind of toiling of some, Mm -hmm. that is not what this podcast is about today. Welcome to my tangent number seven. (laughs) (laughs) It's not, but it's so good. And it's so relatable. Like that's just real. Yeah. You know, and that's this stage of adulthood. I mean, I, you know, middle life is a, I feel like middle life is um, being a 
teenager slash young adult all over again with just more wisdom. And like, it feels like, you know, a whole new season of life. It just does. It's there's so much new and discovery. And I don't know. I don't know if everybody feels this, but I sure as heck do. Yep. I also think there is like, because of being where we are in this point in life, that middle part, there's more willingness to be like, yeah, I kind of know what I need. And yeah. I, and I know what I don't need. Yes. And, and it's a little easier to start like, okay, <laughs> go with God. Like yeah. for stuff or people or dramas or whatever, and seeing the difference between, you know, what is super valuable and, and, and what is just like, yeah, I've been carrying that for a long ass time and I just don't, don't need to, I don't want to, it's not really providing a lot of life. <laughs> like, yeah. It's time. Yep. And freedom to do that. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah, it is. Talking about the, the friendship thing, I will say I did have an experience a couple of weeks ago too with, um, it sounds like this is all we do, which is not true, but, um, <laughs> I, I was visiting with, uh, one of my dearest friends and we were just like playing badminton and like hanging out and whatever. And she, and she finally just kind of said, Nicole, I've been wanting to say something for a while and I haven't been sure how to do it. And I, okay. You know, but and you can kind of feel that like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and she just said, I mean this with all the love and care that I have in me, but I see, I feel like I've watched you carrying a burden for a while that you haven't been wanting to share the load of. And she said, whether you're ready to or ever want to, you get to choose. But I just want you to know that I see you and that I'm here for you and I care. And I, of course, like sat down and just like (laughs) sobbed, like, um, you know, and she even just like, she said, I don't know if it's like the COVID thing. Cause she's like, I think it took something from you that I don't necessarily even relate to, but, but I see a weightiness there that you didn't have before. Mm -hmm. And I just want you to know that I'm here and that you don't have to like go it alone. And I mean, for one, I just felt so grateful. Like, yeah, it's a huge thing to be seen, you know? And to have somebody be brave enough to say it yeah, and to reach out is like so huge. Um, and ultimately, like there was definitely some stuff that, I, you know, other stuff that is more private than I'm not, I'm not going to share. But, um, but in the bigger picture, like I definitely do feel like I've lost a lightheartedness yeah. that I had. Um, and it, and I do think that it was in this time of COVID and all of that. Yeah. And I think I've been just trying to like hustle along and just kind of like drag this pack along with me and just kind of like keep going. But, um, it was just so huge, even literally just having her say it. Yeah. 
and shining a light on it. Like I left feeling lighter. Yeah. Just acknowledging it and feeling like, again, the whole being seen thing, right? Like it's just huge. It is. So I don't know, like, and we talked about therapy and some of that kind of stuff, which I need to look into too, but um, in that conversation as well, but it was just a good start of like, yes, I want to reclaim some of that lightheartedness yeah. and whatever. And so, and, and just, again, I know we've harped on this a lot this episode, but like just being so grateful to be seen and have somebody be brave enough to say the thing, you know, because they care. And, um, it's just a beautiful thing. It is. It is. Well, and I don't think we realize what it absolutely means to the core of us to have someone hold space for us. You know, I think the freedom to say, you don't have to share it. You don't have to, you don't have to open the whole bag. Just I'm here with you. I see I'm holding this with you in whatever way you need me to. Right. And not putting on like putting on to you. I'm going to help you. I'm going to do this. I'm going to be, you know, it's just, I'm here. Yeah. I'm still your person. I'm still, I see what you're going through and you're not alone. Yep. And that to me, there have been times in my life when I wasn't willing to share whatever hard thing I was going through because I felt like probably errantly most of the time. But if, if you know this, then I have to carry an extra weight of how you feel about it or how, Oh yeah. You know, I have to protect you or I have to be, I have to, because I'm a type of person that is a fixer and a doer and a supporter. So I feel like when I open up whatever door, it's, um, it's then going to add more weight because I have to carry then how you feel about that situation too. Yeah. And so I have really struggled with letting people into that place, not to make your story about me, but no, uh, I love it. It's relatable. I, it's real. I, I think that to have the kind of friend or to have the kind of relationship and the kind of friend we can be to people when we see them going through hard things that yes. can hold the space. I don't have to know the details. I don't have to be yep. a part of the solution. I'm just here carrying you in my heart, letting you be next to me. However you need to be next to me while you. Yeah. And is there really a better gift in this world than, than that? First, right. you know? Oh, it's so true. And it does. It's so amazing. Cause in that it always, I always feel challenged in a wonderful way to like, man, how can I be that? I want to be better at that too, you know? Well, and for me to be able to be that to someone means that I have to put away or I have to put aside my own, like, I'm a fixer, I'm a doer. What can I do for you? You know, Um, me too. That is so hard to be that for someone, but that's what we need. Like, that's, that's the core of what we need from someone. So sorry, 
self, but to be a good friend, you have to knock it off and just sit and hold space. And that is something that's been very hard for me to learn. But as I have, there's so that produces a deeper level of friendship, even, Mm -hmm. you know, just, yeah. Anyway. So good. So before we go, I wanted to see if you've had any more therapy sesh. Have you had any more? Yes. <laughs> if you're open to it, if you don't want to talk yeah, about it. Always, always. Um, I think people who have started therapy are like people who have started CrossFit. We feel like everybody should do it and you should know all about it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, and it's funny because sometimes I'm like, I don't need to do therapy because Kel will tell me the things and then I'll do it on my own and then it'll be still good. I That's still get things. I- yeah, that's what I've done with my kids for years. Like I've just used all their therapy tools. Perfect. And like, <laughs> worked until now. Um, <laughs> my last therapy session was so amazing. So um, one of the, I, I went to therapy and I, and I really thought we're probably going to tackle like three things, three main things. Um, well, maybe like five or seven, but (laughs) I knew I wanted to, um, get some clarity and, you know, whatever for some childhood trauma. Um, I knew like some spiritual abuse, religious trauma, you know, all of that time of life. Like I was like, I'm sure that'll come up. And then, um, just some resolution for the stuff with my mom. Um, you know, we've talked 20 times before about how that relationship isn't really part of my life right now. So, um, I had no idea like how these things were going to come up or what they were going to look like. And the beauty of my type of therapy is just like whatever bubbles to the surface that day is, is kind of, you know, and it'll become more targeted as I get into it. But right now, just the discovery part is cool anyway. So this day we were talking about all three of those things and, it just really kept coming back to a lot of issues with my mom and just kind of some mothering stuff. And um, part of the process was creating my ideal mom, like part of my personal healing process. I'm not saying this is what everybody needs to do, um, but because I don't have a, a real emotional connection there and haven't really um probably ever it was like she just led me through this process of um what does she look like what does she smell like how does she sound what is what do you need from her how does she Mm. provide that for you and really it's just something that I can then kind of have in a tool bag of when I'm feeling a certain kind of way a time that the average person might call their mom up and be like, Hey, I'm having a rough day. This is going on. Or, Hey, my kids are going through this. I just need, you know, for me, what I, one of the biggest things I need is just, um, approval that I'm a good mom, that this isn't all happening because I've, you know, whatever messed up beyond repair for my poor children or, you know, whatever. I just, I need mom wisdom sometimes. And it's things that I already know inside of myself. I just need to hear it from somebody else. And so on those days that I'm feeling extra anxious, it's just a tool in my tool bag of sit, take some time, really 
you know, picture this person, this mom that I now have, who's like a cross between my grandma and <laughs> this, um, you know, the mom of one of my friends that just, there were just bits and pieces of all these mother figures that I've encountered in my life that, that I, Oh, I liked this about this person. I like this about this person yeah. that I didn't realize when I was describing this person to, to my therapist. Um, but when I looked back, I was like, Oh, that's so-and-so. Oh, that's so-and-so. And it was really cool for me. Um, there's been a lot of women in my life who've given me little nuggets that I'm, I'm grateful for. And Combine all of them together. They're like the perfect mom ever. And <laughs> amazing. <laughs> but um, now I just think to myself, what would, what would mom do? And my, you know, my picture perfect ideal mom, or what would she say to me in this situation? How would she provide comfort? Yeah. And then I can, I can go there myself and it's weird, but it's good. I mean, I don't know. I I'm interested to see where that goes. That's obviously step one of my imaginary mom friend (laughs) (laughs) for sure. But I could see where it's like, maybe you would receive it differently than just hearing your own inner voice. Like exactly feeling it come from this mom figure of what you deserve to have. Yeah. The mom you deserve. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like I could see where that would hit different a little bit. Yeah. You know, yeah. that if you were just like, I know this is true, I can feel it. But then yeah. you're like, yeah, well, that's because it's you or whatever, you know, right. so like having that visualization and yes. I feel like you would accept it in a different way. Yes. That's so yeah. cool. It's cool. And she, even when we started, like, she's like, does a mom figure feel comfortable to you is there too much pain there that you can't even call it mom does it need to be an authority figure or an auntie or whatever you know right. and for mom was good but I think it yeah like you're saying it's just that's so good giving yourself a face for you know or a person for whatever that is it's, yeah dude the therapy is weird but it's really cool and awesome too it's so cool. So it reminds me that whole little piece. Did you ever watch or read The Shack, the book? Yeah. <gasps> the movie. Like, I loved the part where, like, God came as the woman. And she's yes. and literally the descriptive was, I came in this form because I felt like you could handle that. And yeah. that that was approachable and not, like, it wouldn't trigger you in other ways. Yes, um, and I thought that was so beautiful at the time, and I've thought about that over and over over the years, yeah. and it feels similar. Like, what yes. is going to mean something to you that also isn't triggering, yeah. you know, and and that kindness to yourself and gentleness yeah. and so cool, so cool. Oh wow. my god! Now I think I need to go watch that movie again. Seriously, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a oh hard my reason. gosh. What a good chat. Yeah. Thanks guys for coming along with us and stuff. Yeah. Love it. Um, is there anything else? I can't really think of anything. Gosh, no. If we go anymore, people are going to, heads will explode. (laughs) (laughs) Agreed. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for listening guys. Thanks for being our friends. 
Definitely. <laughs> Thank you. And be gentle with yourselves. Find yeah. some ways to be kind to yourself this week and yes. know that we love you. We love you.